Welcome to the Showboys Newscast, bringing you all news and no opinion. I'm Mike. And I'm Nick. Thank you for joining us. we got a lot to cover, so let's get right to it. And of course, uh, in typical Showboys fashion, we're going to throw things completely out of whack and start with some Apple TV news. Um, yeah, I know. It's, it's super weird. Uh, neither of us have Apple TV. Um, but because of some of these articles here, I'm, I'm intrigued to learn more uh, and maybe check it out. I don't know. Uh, but the first uh, article up here is uh, for the Apple TV original, The Shrink Next Door. Uh, this show will be starring Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd and has released its first full trailer, which is pretty pretty nice, if I do say so myself. The upcoming Apple TV Plus series is set to follow Marty, who is played by Will Ferrell, whose therapist, Paul Rudd, changes his life for the better, then leverages the doctor-patient relationship into exploiting Marty. Catherine Hahn will also play Marty's sister, Phyllis. The Shrink Next Door debuts on November 12th. Um... Yeah, it's, it, it kind of has this, like, tension in the trailer. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd are kind of goofy, but there's also, like, a, a seriousness there. Mm-hmm. It, it looks really interesting. Apple TV's definitely been stepping up their game. <clears throat> yeah, and plus, you know, I still want to see Foundation, which I've heard, actually, somebody I know talk about on Sunday. So, I don't know, man. Just getting closer and closer to trying it out. Next article here. Ted Lasso arc is set to end with season three, but the show could possibly go on. One of Apple TV Plus's biggest hits, Ted Lasso, appears to be drawing towards a close. Showrunner Bill Lawrence confirmed that the series was intended to only last three seasons, And while he remains hopeful about the future, it will really depend on finding a new arc to follow, as well as Jason Sudeikis' willingness to continue. It's worth noting that while three seasons may have been the original plan, it's safe to say Ted Lasso has been a much bigger hit than expected. So here's to hoping for more seasons of Ted Lasso or a spinoff thereof. Now, I don't know. And it was season three. Do something else. You know how we feel. Yeah. Keep it clean. Don't drag it on, man. Just do what you intended. Don't break it. That's right. And our final piece of Apple TV news here. We have Jason Segal to star in a comedy series called Shrinking. So in related news, Bill Lawrence, uh, who we just referenced above for Ted Lasso, He is producing another comedy series for Apple TV Plus starring Jason Segal. The 10-episode series Shrinking will feature Segal's character, again a therapist, breaking protocols to give his clients his real opinion. Interesting. I was going to say it sounds like the first one. Yeah, exactly. Um, We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll see. But getting back to regularity... Uh, we have exactly. We have our DC segment. Here we go. Got quite a bit of news here with DC, so I'm excited. Uh, the first one that was a bit sad, if I'm being honest. Um, everyone's favorite Alfred has announced his retirement from acting. Aww. So Michael Caine has officially 
partially retired from acting after a nearly 70-year career. The 88-year-old Dark Knight and the Cider House Rules actor has won two Oscars and been nominated for six Academy Awards over the span of his career. He's often been found in Christopher Nolan-led films, most recently Tenet. Kane suggests that Best Sellers is likely to be his last film while he'll continue to write. I like Michael Caine. Good guy. I, I enjoyed him as Alfred for sure. Um, <clears throat> but hey, he's 88. He's been acting for 70 years. I think it's time to kick the feet up, you know? 88 80, up there. Yeah. Take some time, buddy. Uh, up next, the Doom Patrol series gets an order for season four. Um, yeah, you heard it right. Season four of Doom Patrol is on the way as HBO Max confirms another season has been ordered. Along with the season four announcement, HBO released the mid-season trailer to tease the remainder of season three. Doom Patrol stars Brandon Fraser, Matt Bomber, and Diane Guerrero, who play superheroes who have been shunned and turned into outcasts. Uh, we've talked about Doom Patrol quite a bit on Showboys, and uh, in terms of the DC shows on HBO Max right now, live action at least, it's probably uh, second behind Titans. Started off strong, got super weird to its own detriment, and I have not seen season three yet because I'm too busy watching The Expanse. Uh, someday I'll get back to Doom Patrol, but it's always nice to see unique stories continue to live on, and Doom Patrol is quite unique. I think it's uh, like enough to pull it out of its weird rut it ran into. I don't know. Maybe I mean, that's what they're trying to do. Like it's going to come full circle, and you're like, "Wow, greatest show ever!" I don't know. I like, I like how it really embraces and leans into its weirdness. Um, it's just the story in season two wasn't as as good as season one, I think. But who knows? Season three could be better. Uh, it's definitely interesting, and I'll watch it. Moving on, we have uh, some Batgirl movie news, and this is kind of exciting. The upcoming Batgirl movie will feature the, quote, real Batman, according to the directors. This contrasts the actor Leslie Gracing, who previously said that Batgirl would not feature Batman or a Batman appearance. It's unclear at this time which actor will be playing Batman, but some suggestions point to Ben Affleck. The Batfleck. The directors were able the directors were able to confirm that Batgirl's costume will be inspired by the Burnside version of the character. This is interesting. Um, this Batgirl movie, again, we had been speculating in the past newscast to be part of the Snyderverse. And if this is true that it will be featuring the quote unquote real Batman and rumors are swirling that it's the Batfleck. I feel like does this mean the Snyderverse lives on? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. Me? No. That was like a collective view. I know. But I, I know. Mean, <laughs> I'll leave it up to you too. Okay. Um Yes. Let me 
move on. Sorry, I had to adjust microphone setting there. Um, our next article here is another uh, bat family related article, and this is about the show Pennyworth. Uh, season three of Pennyworth will be arriving on HBO Max in 2022, along with seasons one and two, which originally premiered on Epics. Pennyworth acts as an origin story for Alfred Pennyworth, obviously, the well-known butler from the Batman franchise. The series is a psychological thriller that follows Alfred as he creates a security company that goes to work for Bruce Wayne's father, Thomas Wayne. Uh, I've heard good things about the show, but I never caught it. Um, but I might now since it's coming to HBO Max. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even think I caught this one at all. And that seems it, it's slightly older, but um, okay. Yeah, is this like one of those things that um they like it existed before HBO Max? I think mm -hmm. right, and then yeah. they're trying to like. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Exactly. Uh, we have two more. Two more here for DC. Uh, Big Flash. DC night. Yeah, exactly. Big DC night for sure. Uh, the Flash has wrapped production, which is really exciting. Um, officially finishing production. Just one day later, the first official teaser trailer was released at DC Fandom 2021. It's been a long road for The Flash to get to this point. It spent years in development and saw multiple writers and directors come and go. Ezra Miller will star as Barry Allen and Michael Keaton will be returning and reprising his version of Batman, which is really exciting. Flashpoint story. We're cracking open the multiverse. It's going to be crazy. Uh, who needs Spider-Man? <laughs> That's what I say. Uh, and the last one here, we got a rumor swirling around Batgirl again. Uh, this one is kind of spicy. Um, and has Batgirl replacing Harley Quinn in a Birds of Prey sequel. So the rumor mm. has it that Margot uh, Robbie's Harley Quinn has been replaced in the yet-to-be-confirmed Birds of Prey sequel. Instead, the role will be filled by Batgirl. No casting information has been provided for Batgirl yet, but the feeling is that Lessie Grace will be the most likely choice considering her playing the same role in the upcoming HBO movie. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn has been linked to multiple potential films, but as of now, nothing is in the works. Interesting. Indeed. I need to finish the, the Birds of Prey movie. Started it. Got disinterested, which made me sad. Yeah. Um, I feel the same. But I haven't started it because I was so disinterested. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> you are more disinterested than me then. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes. Moving on to our fabled gaming section. Just in time for some people. But... The Battlefield 2042 beta opened a sea of negative reviews. Players are unhappy with not only the usual bugs and issues, of course, but also with the core design of the game itself. The complaints range from movement and gunplay to sound and UI design. One critic went so far as to call it a Chinese clone of the Battlefield series. Note. Cody, who writes for us, he actually played the beta a lot and can agree with most of these critiques. But this is also how literally every Battlefield beta goes. Um, he said he pre-ordered the game and 
hasn't canceled my pre-order yet, despite the issues above. Um, nice little yeah. tidbit there. I nice, like that one. Nice little um, footnote from the writer. Yeah, of course. Um, and I'm glad he says that because that is a very good point, And that is kind of how they go. Um, though I did read very similar um, similar things online. And, and kind of just like the broadest thing that makes me worry is like you it, they say like you don't feel like you're in the game like the mm. immersion's like completely broken it's just kind of like you know how we talk about like World of Warcraft has that feeling where you are you feel like you're in the game mm. and the character movement feels right and all that it just clicks that's yeah. what they're saying isn't there which is worrisome because it's very the whole game is about immersion so right um, hopefully that is something they can uh, turn around what what are they what do they mean by a Chinese clone? <laughs> well, you know how like like a knockoff, like oh, it's not okay. the real thing. Like basically yeah. it's either like cheaper or like it's Got it's it. just not it's not name brand, if you will. That makes sense. <laughs> I was wondering if that's what they were going with there. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um yeah, that's uh interesting because I know you and Chad and Biosiv are pretty hype for this game. So mm-hmm. We'll see what happens at launch. I mean, it is a beta, you know. Cody's optimistic, so I will remain optimistic but cautious to spend my money. Very good, very good. Uh, we have a public service announcement here regarding the Nintendo Switch. If you were thinking about peeling off the integrated screen protector on the Nintendo Switch OLED console, don't, says Nintendo. The anti-scattering adhesive presents sharp shards in case the glass breaks. The adhesive also adds a layer of protection. This is a new concern as previous Switch iterations had a plastic display. So don't take those <clears throat> screen covers off. Uh, end of PSA. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I used to know we always like to make fun of their yeah. highly advanced OLED screen coming out. Yes, the as OLED. Of the OLED. Moving on. FIFA reportedly wants to change EA or wow, wants to charge EA 1 billion every four years for the name. (laughs) EA's relationship with FIFA may have hit a bumpy patch. FIFA wants to roughly double the cost of licensing and limit EA's ability to monetize various aspects like NFTs, game highlights, and tournaments. This has led EA to consider renaming the popular franchise, and unlike other partnerships, the loss of FIFA as a partner would not affect their ability to use the official team and player names. Hmm. That is, that's an interesting little bit there. Um, it would just be the exact same game without the, the FIFA. But yeah. I, that's, I mean, that might be an important bit. I don't know how mm-hmm. FIFA fans would feel about that because the FIFA is a very, very big thing, but also they might not care. Yeah, as uh, someone who played old FIFA games, uh, not and not a soccer fan in the least bit, right. uh, I could probably care less <clears throat> as long as it plays like the old FIFA does. But um, that's from a non-soccer fan perspective, which you know could be very different from someone who actually follows the sport. So I guess it would be like what ripping off a uh, Madden off of the Madden games. It'd be like, yeah, I think. I don't know, maybe NFL, but still being able to use the teams and the player names. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but a billion dollars every four years just to use the name FIFA is kind of sounds like a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on, we have some 
Pokemon news, of course. We had to slip some in there. Um, this is interesting, though. Artists associated with the Pokemon 25 album have received their own Pokemon cards. So Pokemon had recently had an anniversary, 25 years. Uh, Katy Perry, Post Malone, and Jay Balvin have all been illustrated with at least one Pokemon partner. At least one copy of the cards have been officially produced, but it's not clear whether they will be released officially or whether these cards are just special mock-ups. Pokemon 25, the album released on October 15th. So Dang. interesting. Might have to slap that on tomorrow. Listen to some Pokemon 25. <laughs> Bump you some Pokemon. That's right. I mean, I already listened to like Pokemon Lo-Fi all day. So this is true. This is very true. Moving on. Shit's Creek edition of Monopoly has arrived. The beloved series has been incorporated into the classic board game featuring iconic locations from the show and game pieces such as Ted the Turtle and Patrick's guitar. The game can be picked up for just south of 40 bucks, something Cody plans on doing himself. You know? You, you, you've seen Shit's Creek, right? Uh, only a few episodes, but my wife loved it. And I know you okay. guys like it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you should uh, circle around to that sometime. Yeah, I tried. I just don't. I don't know why. I I just couldn't get into it. It just annoyed me, kind of. But hey, maybe if I give it another shot. Hey, that was my hot take on uh, Breaking Bad. I know, right? <laughs> Clip this. Mike's hot take on Shit's Creek. Yikes. Um, last bit of gaming news for you guys, and it's exciting for me, uh, being a consoleless. And even though I have a Switch, I consider myself consoleless. Um. God of War is coming to PC in January. So the 2018 uh, God of War masterpiece, according to some, uh, will be available on Steam this January for $49.99. Originally released, of course, back in 2018, the upcoming version will add enhanced visuals, unlocked frame rates, and 4K resolution. IGN awarded God of War with a perfect 10 out of 10 in 2018's Game of the Year. IGN polls also named God of War the quote best video game of all time, which is quite high praise. That's intense. I should play that. I bought it for five bucks. There you go, bro. Dude, I felt like an actual like news anchor there because I like said polls. <laughs> According to the polls. Uh, right. God hey, <laughs> we're gonna have co uh, election coverage next That's next right. cycle. Um, oh dear. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, moving on out of the gaming segment of the show, we're gonna hit a little bit of MCU news for you MCU fans. The final Marvel series for the year, Hawkeye, will premiere with two episodes. the The two episode. Drop appears to help avoid a scheduling clash with the book of Boba Fett. Originally, the final episode of Hawkeye would have been released on the same day as the book of Boba Fett, released on December 29th. The Disney Plus series will release on November 24th, showcasing J Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner's Hark, or blah, 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 restart. <laughs> <laughs> showcasing Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye battling a threat from his past and his journey to unravel a criminal conspiracy. Dun, dun, the dun. first trailer was also released. 
I'm glad that they did this. This would have been a huge, huge predicament in the modern world. What yeah, would man, we have done? How on earth would we have streamed two shows on the same day? I know. At whatever what time we want. I know. What, what do they think this is? Yeah. We're all at home or something? Yeah, geez. Jeez. I mean, you can only stream something on Disney Plus at 9 p.m. on December mm-hmm. 29th. Yep, that's the power of streaming. Better, better not have two episodes released at the same time. Get your TV guides out. Yeah. Anyways, talking about shuffling stuff around in Disney, uh, they have shuffled the release dates of several movies. Um, the 2022 Marvel release schedule is already seeing some notable changes. Doctor Strange 2 has been pushed back from March 25th to May 6th, which, if we're getting down to it, like that's only two months. That's not a big deal. While Black Panther and Thor sequels will also see their own release dates get pushed back accordingly. An Indiana Jones sequel has also been postponed almost an entire year, now targeting a June 2023 release. Check out the entire release schedule as nearly every Disney film has incurred some delay. Um, which really, uh, the thing that caught my eye in this article is Doctor Strange, which I'm very, very, very much looking forward to as it's going to be key in uh, all the craziness that's been happening in the MCU lately. Uh, and I'm glad to see that it's only been like a, a two months delay and not like March 25th <laughs> of 2023 or something. Those good old six month, one year delays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so fingers crossed it doesn't get pushed back any further, but yeah, go check out the release schedule. Uh, see if your favorite movie has been affected. Um Next up, we have a piece of Netflix news before we head into our uh, obligatory Star Wars segment. And this one is exciting for me. Uh, We got a premiere date for the final season of Ozark. Um, Yeah, so Ozark's final season will will be released in two parts, seven episodes per installment, with part one debuting on January 21st. So it's coming up around the corner here Uh, part two should be released later in 2022 a new video has also been released alongside the date announcement um i'm really excited about this only a couple more months and we can embark on our final journey with um jason bateman Hmm. and the birds yeah that's sad is i wonder Nah, it's probably not a good uh, companion series bit. Yeah, probably not at this point. Maybe if we... I mean, it would be a great show for a companion series, I feel like. But um, I don't know about picking it up on the final season. But I'm excited. 14 episodes. That's yeah, that's a that's a big one. I'm trying to find... How many episodes are there normally? Is it an 8 or is it a 10 I, I want to say 8 to 10. I don't know off the top of my head. But, you know, that's a, at least... You know, fifty percent more. Ten. Okay. So ten yeah, a, we're all, ten a pop. So getting a bonus ten. four. Yeah, like that. That's fair. It, it, yeah, and he's uh, and I'm and I'm really happy. It's four and an extra big four because I just don't think that you know five, six, seven like that would yeah. have been too much. I think it needs yeah. to it needs to round itself out. Four bonus episodes is good. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it there, Netflix. 
Moving on. That was pretty good. <laughs> Finally did it. Got him. Finally did it. Got him. Can I get that one more time? Oh, of course. Welcome to Star Boy. The inflection on in your voice is great. <laughs> and with that, note, I literally made that like right before we started the episode tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like laughing hysterically down here in the basement because I sound so dumb. And I walk upstairs <laughs> to get my fill my water up, and Becca's like, "Are you done recording?" And I'm like, "No, we haven't even started yet." And she's like, "You're just down there laughing by yourself like a lunatic." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yep." <laughs> Anyways, that's fantastic. So now to our Star Wars segment. Welcome. Star Boys. First bit of news here is staying true to the Star Wars formula. There's a new trilogy on the horizon. War of the Bounty Hunters, Crimson Reign, and the Hidden Empire will make up the latest trilogy. Details about the Hidden Empire are still sparse, but it's believed that the trilogy is to focus on a connection between Emperor Palpatine and the Crimson Dawn organization. Okay. Does this mean more Darth Maul? Yes, it does. Oh. And more um Kira. Kira? Don't care. Kira? Kira? Darth Maul. But like Kira's her his Doesn't main matter. main girl. Darth Maul. Wow. But yeah, more Darth Maul. Nice. Heck yeah, Crimson Crimson Dawn. This will be interesting for sure. I didn't even read that article. I'm so excited now. Now that I know this, I didn't even know this was happening live. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Kasha Reeves time on the Mandalorian has come to an end. Reeves who appeared to play an important character in season two has been confirmed to not be returning for season three. The news was confirmed by Sasha Banks herself. Fans hoping to see more of Reeves character are left to hope that this is all a sleight of hand ahead of a big reveal or that her character returns sometime in season four. Mm. I can see this being legit. So much for that girl power there at the end of season two, huh? Nah, there's still plenty of girls to carry the girl power. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, she wasn't a main character. She was a side character. Wow. Disrespectful. Maybe she's going to get her own show. And it's going to be very like WWE <laughs> kind of like are now. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be like it's just going to be full of just like table <laughs> smashes yes. and chair hits. Um, oh, it's, you remember the arena in season two opener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fight ring. It's yeah. going to be basically WWE Star Wars. But she's like Mandalorian jetpacking, like drop kicking yeah. people. Yeah, basically we're going to get a spinoff series of the WWE and star Wars <laughs> that could be legit. I, I, I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd watch it too. Cause you know, it, it's all acted out. There's drama. There's yeah. over the top characters. Get like some big, uh, Gamorrean guards in there. Just like huffing and puffing. There you go. Anyways, we can, we can dream. Season three of the Mandalorian has begun production says actor and director Carl Weathers. 
This is welcome news as production was originally slated to begin last spring, but volume stages were hard to come by thanks to Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Season three is scheduled to run, return in 2022. Um, mm. That's an interesting note as to like these volume stages in that they are pretty interesting builds. They are big set. They are basically big, you know, um, like kind of alternate reality um, sets. And I could see them coming hard to come by because more and more shows and films, movies are starting to incorporate that technology um, pioneered there by the Mandalorian. So might have a, a volume stage shortage. Yeah. Very Moving. interesting. I think. Nope. Still more Star Wars. Much more Star Wars. Ubisoft is creating an open world story driven Star Wars game. The concept is certainly a nod to the outcry of fans who have been looking for something different than the Battlefront series produced by EA. The game is still in the early development, but will be based on the Snowdrop engine used currently on Tom Clancy's The Division. Ubisoft, Ubisoft has quite a bit of experience with open world games, so expectations are likely to be high that they can deliver a solid product. Can we hope and pray? Fingers crossed. Do it. Please do it. Last bit of Star Wars news is Star Wars Jedi Knight Collection and Star Wars Racer and Commando Combo will be coming to the PS4 on October 26th and Nintendo Switch on November 16th. Aspire Media will be providing these classic Star Wars games for $29.99 each. Dang. Boo. That seems like a, a little high there. Price. Yeah, a little high there. Seeing how we're about to get all three Grand Theft Autos for sixty bucks, so twenty bucks a piece. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, little 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 side bit here. Attack on Titan update. Part two of the final season of Attack on Titan will air on January 9th. The release date arrived along with a trailer for the final season. I need to catch this. But that's it's going to be epic. Are you all caught up? No, sir. Get I there. I watched season one though. <laughs> Get but, there. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I'll I'll return eventually. Better. Uh, a very fitting little article here. You know, since we're about a week away from Halloween, Blumhouse uh, is developing some more unannounced Universal monster movies. So kind of touched on this a little bit uh not this particular article but the uh universal monster movies in our uh horror through the decades episode uh so this is kind of exciting blumhouse is going all in on monster movies following the success of the invisible man which you just recently watched right yes sir uh blumhouse announced that they are, were also producing a Wolfman and Dracula movie, along with several other unannounced works. Possible films could include Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Blue Lagoon, and The Hunchback of Notre Dame. So, yeah, we, we talked about how surprised we kind of were that Universal let this like <laughs> film universe kind of slip, slip away. Um, but it looks like Blumhouse is 
I don't know if these will be connected in any way, like, you know, Universal is trying to do. Um, but the fact that they're just, you know, making some updated new takes on some of these classic monster movies, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, they should at least take the approach of not conflicting with the other stuff just to leave the door open. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe not like directly tie everything together, but like, yeah, indirect close the door. Yeah, that they could all exist in the same sort of universe. Flashpoint. Yeah. Uh, And our last piece of news here is kind of a big one. And uh, if you listen to the latest newscast, you would know that we touched on the what I like to call the IATSE strike that is um, ongoing right now with the uh you know in the film industry um we have a bunch of updates on how that has progressed and where we kind of sit now excuse me i kind of have the hiccups um but yeah follow up to a previous story the international alliance of theatrical stage employees or as i call them iatsi uh had planned on going on strike monday october 18th if a deal was not reached the strike could have shut down a majority of the film and television uh, productions nationwide. However, an agreement was ultimately reached, resulting in a 62% pay increase for the lowest paid union members, uh, which is huge. The tentative deal also includes a 10-hour break between shifts, additional weekend rest, and penalties for not taking meals during work. Note that the deal still must be ratified by union members who have still shown some apprehension towards the proposals, with some suggestion um, that if a vote were held today, the agreement would not be ratified. So we'll stay tuned and continue to watch how this situation plays out because it's kind of important in what we do and what we enjoy to consume. Um, but yeah, uh, that's crazy. And I hope these, the IATSE members kind of get, you know, some, some, uh, I don't know, fair work stuff. Nope. Not going to reach an agreement and it's the end of film TV. All right. Well, show boys, it's been a good run, but, uh, (laughs) I guess we're just going to go like, review and talk about a bunch of old stuff no just video games all right i can do that oh video games and old stuff yeah is that all you got that's all i got bro all right well once again thank you all for joining us we hope you found this both entertaining and informative please remember to like share and subscribe everywhere you consume our content find all the places we publish our content on our link tree which is link tr.ee slash showboys podcast be sure to join our discord server and become a member of the showboys community to hang out with the showboys staff and other listeners as well as get some cool perks such as being able to see all the articles we had to choose from for this episode of the newscast but weren't able to squeeze into the episode let me tell you there were a lot of articles um boom so yeah you'll want to Join up in the Discord and check out our uh, log that will be posted with all of the articles. There were a lot of cool stories that had to be left out this week. All article links covered in the episode will be available in Discord, of course. If you have anything you would like us to cover in more detail or include in a future episode, please comment we're available or email us at showboyspodcast at gmail.com. 
Or, as Mike said, join us in our Showboys Discord. That's right. Uh, also, sign up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash showboyspodcast. Do it. Uh, we will see you on Thursday night, which we have a very special episode we're super pumped for. You will not want to miss it, so set your reminders. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. There might be a, a gaming stream between now and Thursday. Who knows? But thank you guys for tuning in uh, and listening, and we will see you Thursday. Have a wonderful night.